0: Get on in, honey. I'm stepping into the tub, brother. We're in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. We are in the bathtub <laughs> with rubber duckies. You like either you're married or you're not married? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, this is a first. Yeah, we are in a hot tub in Fort Collins right now. Looking at horse tooth reservoir. Sounds <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> No, but we were like we should we should podcast in the tub. We should pod tub. Because what conversations what good conversations don't come out of a hot tub sesh. This is WorkWives Unscripted. We're your hosts, Jill and Katie, and we know absolutely everything there is to know about business. We invented business, and we're
1: stupid rich.
0: We heard you, and we get it. We finally made the podcast. So get your notepad out, sweetie. We're about to change your life. Obviously we're kidding. Well, of course we want to dominate. Business doesn't always have to be taken so seriously. This is the podcast you can turn on when you want encouragement,
1: relatability and a splash of humor.
0: We're the work wives you never knew you needed. You some splashing. <laughs> That's don't just us that.
1: sliding all around. Oh god, your cords in the oh
0: tub. God, don't
1: scare. <laughs> like that. Last time um well, we're in Fort Collins for work. And last time we were in this hot tub was Jill and I were sitting here and we were like, oh, how scary would it be? Because we're on like this mountainside right by Horse Horsetooth. Yeah. And we're like, "It's it was pitch black. And we're like, oh, I don't know. There's creatures lurking around here. How scary would it be if you just got like approached by a mountain lion? And then we heard footsteps
0: literally right <laughs> after very close by. <laughs> Immediately after.
1: I feel like we have updates for everyone. Oddly enough April has been so insanely busy yeah. for both of us. I think Jill is on set more days this
0: month than she's not on set than my age. She's like what? <laughs> No, I, yeah, I think I'll have been on set like 16 days in April. Yeah. And I think I will have gone on like six trips in a matter of four weeks or something. So. Yeah. It's a wild month for us. We're literally on a three day shoot right now and we're making time to podcast a night in a hot tub. That's how much we love our wives and how much it's worth it to us. Um, But I really did miss it. It's been too long.
1: When's the last time we recorded? March 30th. It was when we were setting boundaries. And we
0: uh, after we went to yeah. lunch. Oh,
1: and we went to Pilates. How was Pilates?
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, Pilates was incredible. It was extremely hard. It extremely was so fun, though. Hard.
1: I think we'll definitely get a ten pack, uh, not in abs. <laughs> I
0: wish we'll get a ten I pack in abs. We'll get a ten pack of classes. <laughs> I wish a ten pack in
1: abs. Is <laughs> that maybe possible? I think so.
0: People How many abdominals packs? do we have? <laughs> You're the twelve beings. packs,
1: huh? And I'm not You're just right. talking
0: about a rack of beer. <laughs>
1: um no it was really fun oh and we I feel like we should also tell that we just have so many stories to tell
0: we have to tell the story of the guy you bitched out at the bar that was
1: I was just bringing that up because you said that we didn't tell that last time do you guys remember when we recorded for St. Patty's Day and how we said we were going to a pub yeah this
0: is (laughs) yeah I remember
1: this is us telling a story of what happened at that pub oh my gosh guys, guys it was so children. cute
0: it was such a cute best friend moment uh by katie <laughs> she really stood up for me i actually
1: don't think i've ever bitched out a stranger like that It was so
0: cute i was just watching in disbelief and i loved every second of it <laughs> i swear we get more heated defending each other than we do ourselves like i will not defeat my defend (laughs) myself ever like i'll just be like Like, yeah yeah, fuck (laughs) me like take my money it's fine i don't care but then like if it's you i will like rip someone's head off but okay so we're at this bar minding our own business with it was so low-key very fun yeah we're hanging out and then this bachelor party classic starts talking to us. It's fine. Whatever. We'll entertain it for a few minutes. (laughs) And this guy, we're like talking about business. And this guy's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I own my own video production company. And he's like, oh, okay. So you don't make any money. And I was like, I was just so like taken aback that I didn't even know what to say. I was just like... No, I make money like like a little bitch. Like, I was like, no, I do. Like, I have clients. Like, I was like trying to defend myself, but like didn't know what to say because I was My just so was surprised. And then I was like, okay, what do you do? And what did he say? Well, he used to be
1: like a a painter. Like, he used to paint or something. I don't know what he does now. He said he does like, like, marketing. Something. Oh and then, no, he he's like a coder or something.
0: Yeah. And then you yeah. were like, oh, so you don't make any money? <laughs> and he was like, uh, what? And you were like, what did you say? I don't know. Even- I, well, I was just, the way that he approached the whole thing
1: was just so degrading yeah. and unbelievable to just like ask about our businesses and then just make an assumption about you. Yeah. And... I initially was just like, oh, you don't think she makes any money? She literally booked six figures from one client last year. She booked a six-figure project last year. And I like, I just was not holding back. All of that is beyond truthful and something to be
0: insanely proud of. Yeah. And And then he was like, I was just kidding. And she was like, yeah, don't joke about that kind of (laughs) stuff to women. Like, we were just like going (laughs) off. It was so cute. It was
1: just necessary. And I think just one of those moments where, you know, when... Things like that happen in public like I'm just so over it and obviously not completely attacking someone but I think someone absolutely deserves to be put in their place when they fully overstepped.
0: Um, it was very sweet of you, though. Thank you for standing up for me. It anytime. was one of those things where, like, I wish I would have stood up for myself looking back, but it was so nice to have someone there, like, oh, yeah, just say what I couldn't say. So I appreciate it. Well, and it's just weird when it catches you off guard like that, you know? Yeah, you're just like, no, no, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm good. I swear. Oh, I'm a badass bitch. I have a podcast, too. It's like, oh, God. What a ragingly successful podcast, <laughs> by the way. Um, Oh, that was good. I'm getting a puppy on Sunday. (gasps) Yeah, I'm getting a puppy. I have a golden retriever dog right now, and I'm getting a. His exact parents had another litter. So he's going to get a girl. We're going to name her Boots. (laughs) Boots Coats. Her name will be Boots Coats. Yeah. So excited. Very
1: exciting month. I cannot wait to meet her. Thomas is going to be so insanely excited to have a little baby. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Okay. I heard you have a Would You Rather
1: for us. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this one on the drive. I'm so excited. And I think it's going to be good. <laughs> would you rather, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me <laughs> make sure I say this right. Yeah. Okay. This is only over a year span, one year okay. span. Okay. Would you rather live the same day mm-hmm. every day for one year Ooh. or would you rather have each month <laughs> be equivalent to three years time for one year
0: each month be equivalent to three years time like it feels like it's taking three years for each month no it's like three years have passed in your life and that's just one month yeah three years have passed are you experiencing them as years though no it's like in it's like I get what it's you're like, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, like how one year is equivalent to seven years in a dog's life. Yeah. It's okay. like you age what you would age in three years. Oh, shit. Like everything that, hap- that could potentially happen in three years' time, you essentially only have a month before you're like, cool, I'm 29 now. I'm going to be 32 next month.
0: Mm hmm. Or you live the same day every day for the rest of your life? No, for one year. Oh, for one year. <laughs>
1: okay it's all just out oh, for one year okay. once you finish the year you uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. you uh you, everything's uh... <laughs> normal again <laughs> yeah okay question the no nope, the there front. is another clarifying question i have i need to know is when everything if you're living the same day every day for a year is it, the same circumstances are happening, but you can change kind of, like, what you do. Like, I'm still... This guy is gonna still come mow my lawn. It's still gonna rain. <laughs> my dog's still gonna shit on the floor like everything all circumstances are the same, but I can change what I kind of exactly. do with it, yeah, exactly so
1: the the primary highlights of a day are the exact same. Your schedule's the exact same. You have the same meetings on the schedule, mm-hmm. like you said, same guy is gonna come mow your lawn, okay um you're gonna take Tommy on a walk at the same time, but like. I you think you can change things based on
0: how they went a previous day. I would choose that because it would be such an incredible social experiment.
1: To see you how could, people respond to yes, stuff?
0: Like the guy that's coming to mow my lawn. One day I'll go out and be like, you missed a spot and see what he does. <laughs> with One day I'll come out and be like, hey, how are you? Like, do you want lemonade? Just to see like yeah. the different kind of interactions you could have if you like... Tried phrasing something differently, if you tried looking differently, if you tried, you could try so many things and just do a full experiment for a year. I think it's interesting to walk through this
1: because there are definitely some limitations on living the exact same day. Mm -hmm. Like, that's hard to say because I don't think one day that you could just opt to go to the grocery store when you didn't go to the grocery store the day before.
0: Yeah, but what if it's like all the entire world is operating the same, so you could still go somewhere else? Like, you could still go to a friend's house, or you could go anywhere, but it's like that day is still happening the same.
1: You know what would be weird, though, is, uh, yeah, like you said, everyone else is the same. So, like, I would be saying the exact same things to you if I saw you that day, and (sighs) Matt would be saying the exact same things to you like Mm -hmm. all of it is the same of how the reciprocating person interacts with you
0: because i mean but at least there's some benefits like i feel like there's no benefits to aging that fast like i'd be sad no i think that one's kind of like a set answer yeah because
1: like everyone around you is aging normal speed you're just hyper aging yeah that would be sad which actually i mean three years is a long time i think i could take that back like that's insane. Yeah, that's each month. My initial thought was five, and that's just unbelievable. <laughs> so maybe we could do like you would one die year. like four times faster. No, like <laughs> yeah. way, ta- like so much faster. You'd come out at the end of the year and be like seventy. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: then all you wouldn't have any relationships because everyone would be like, "I don't know how to talk to you." You're, you're <laughs> aging no every five seconds. But you're yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many things. Yeah, that's good though. I like that one. It It's you thinking. The old nagging. <laughs> <laughs> really so racks, the this is what happens when you hot tub we have just like really deep zen like, combos uh, yeah okay we can't entertain you every time <laughs> sometimes we just want to hang out in a hot body of water and look at the lake <laughs> Our internal
1: temperature like rises high, we prune, and then call it a night. No, but I like
0: after a full day of filming too. I mean, how yeah. much can you blame we're, us? We're not high energy, but hey, I think we're uh, deep energy this time around. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, let
0: us. let us, let us, let us. Okay. Well, that's um, it. Just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for doing <tuning> it. <laughs> um, okay, our topic this week is. How to be unapologetically yourself? Yeah, I was and going to drop a uh, a fake a fake uh, one in there, shit. but they just well steal that's that it from me. Okay, uh, and the on, please. answer is we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Fine. we are always working on it. Yeah we don't we this is just something we honestly had a different topic planned and mm, then we were usual. yeah then we were at dinner and we just started having this really deep conversation about being unapologetically yourself and then we were like ah, shut up bitch save it for the <laughs> podcast safe.
1: yeah that's usually how it goes because yeah. a lot of these conversations get so fun and interesting that mm-hmm. most of the time we're like, okay, this is actually a very relatable topic in many areas of business. Yeah.
0: This is a fun topic because, it, again, <laughs> Katie and I are currently practicing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just
1: so weird how we both started talking about this because I actually think this podcast has really helped us in that way
0: mm-hmm. of... yes.
1: It's like, it feels like when you're recording, it's just such a safe space yeah. to
0: talk mm-hmm.
1: that I don't even think we could reach the depth of these conversations with people present no. here. God, no. That it's like to know you're just recording into a mic that is then pushed to hundreds and hundreds of people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it is. Hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds and Not thousands. And thousands. Not quite thousands yet. <laughs> um. It's really, like, it's, freeing. It's incredibly freeing. We've been talking about this. Like, since we've released the podcast, I have felt this, like, I have never felt so free to be myself because, exactly I'm just repeating what Katie said at this point, but, like, <laughs> we are so unfiltered in this podcast. And because of our relationship, these are the normal conversations that we have, but being able to project that to other people and, like, know that they're seeing p- us for exactly who we are in our conversations and just, like... Accepting that and like not worrying about what people are going to think or say mm-hmm. is so cool. Like, it's terrifying sometimes to think about like your father in law, for example. Oh my God. Who said he listens to the podcast and us being like, oh, huh, <laughs> yeah.
1: shit. Like, what did we say? <laughs> yeah, Phil, so so if you're listening like, to this what's up? <laughs> what's up, Phil? <laughs> what's up, Phil? <laughs> no, I was like, I was so surprised. I didn't even know he knew this podcast exists truly. Yeah. And it was so cute. He like recited an actual title of an episode so and fresh. jokingly was like, uh, yeah, we need to set some boundaries for what you guys say on there. But I was like, you know what, Phil? This is how you see me at every family occasion. This should come yeah. as zero surprise to you.
0: Yeah, but that's what's so cute is it's like people in our lives that have known us forever are actually seeing a new side to us that they've never seen before. Yeah that is truly ourselves and it's wildly freeing and that's why we want to encourage everyone you should just try as much as you can to be yourself around anyone oh my because gosh. it's really really freeing and i've i've been able to receive so much more love through just being myself and then like seeing that people still love me and being like wow like you love
1: me i think love you more than i before we're even reaching to conclusions as to why it's so powerful yeah we gotta rewind okay a whole lot and start from the beginning because i think even how you and i started this conversation at dinner was really interesting Mm -hmm. um where jill and i oh oh my god that was a
0: huge shooting star you guys whoa (gasps) That Manny was, was like, hell yeah,
1: bitches.
0: Yes,
1: honeys. I have. I don't think I've ever seen a shooting star like that. That was
0: crazy. I thought it was a UFO for a second.
1: Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> um, okay, so how we started this conversation at dinner was really interesting. And Jill and I actually talk about religion a lot. And mm-hmm. we're not going to get into the depths of that mm-hmm. right now. But <laughs> at the end of that, maybe one day, at the end of that conversation, I looked at Jill and I was just like, I think, truly, for the first time in my life, I feel so free and confident to be unapologetically myself. Mm-hmm. And Jill was saying the exact same thing, but what was interesting is we both have different pasts as to maybe why we were, like, more filtered. Mm-hmm. And I think what you
0: say about the mask is quite interesting, so mm-hmm. expand on that. Well, I feel like I talked about it a little bit in the Limiting Beliefs episode, but, oh, like... Yeah, yeah i think of myself as like i wear a mask a lot i can like be whoever people want me to be a lot like a chameleon yeah where i'm like that's why it was even hard for me in my business for a long time because people be like what makes you different like what what's your unique proposition and i'd be like i don't know who do you want me to be i can Mm -hmm. be that like Mm -hmm. it was really hard for me to like Define what my differentiator was because I was like, I can do anything. I can be whoever you want me to be. Like, you tell me who to be, and I'll just be that. And, like, that's how it was in business for a long time. And then, like, yeah, just in my normal life, I call it like the mask that I wore of, like, oh, I know exactly how to play this character of someone that's super chill and easy and fun and low maintenance and mm-hmm. outdoorsy and cool. And, like, everyone loves her, but that's not exactly who I actually am. And, since I've been able to like take off that mask, then I can receive love way more because it's like, oh, you're not loving my mask, you're actually loving who I am, and that feels so much better, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, which is like, it's so
0: empowering and also sad
1: at the same time because I think so many people live this way, and I like just become accustomed to that, that it's hard mm-hmm. for them to actually. Penetrate is an embrace a brace of word, but it's yeah. hard for them to like penetrate their own soul to mm-hmm. be like, no, I love me and I am I love me enough to show myself fully. Yeah, And it just makes that love feel so much more amplified to your point when people are seeing you exactly for who you are. Mm-hmm. Like th- things that we've been really open about on this podcast or I don't know, just like showing up in ways that are maybe deemed quote-unquote unprofessional Mm -hmm. like I'm just so sick of all of that yeah
0: me too like
1: at what point are you
0: just showcasing one part of your personality yeah or like how you want people to perceive you like it's dumb if you think about it like we're all shaping who we we want to be perceived as but we also have no control over how people perceive us so there's Mm -hmm. no point in doing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like whoever I'm shaping myself to be for you like could be just like someone you hate like yeah. you know it's like i might as well be myself cuz there's no guarantee you're going to like me when i'm myself there's no guarantee you're going to like my mask mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like it's exactly
1: dumb. it's interesting cuz i think that many people just innately want to be a likable person yeah
0: <laughs> but what is like i that think because even it's as like as... i think it's like a survival thing cuz if you think about it back in the day when we're hunters and gatherers you had to be liked by the group to survive mm-hmm. like Otherwise, you'd probably just die. (laughs) Yeah. But now it's like you don't have to be liked by everyone, but it's just hard for our brains to accept that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like really unnatural. Um, Okay. Something I heard I can't remember if I've asked you this before, had this conversation before, but it blew my mind. Uh Of course, it was on Catherine's and Kina's (laughs) podcast, but she said, um, okay, think about your childhood and growing up. Think about which of your parents that you desired more affection from not that like that doesn't mean that they were like around less or whatever just whichever one you desired more affection from maybe it was a little more scarce than the other Hmm. and then you ask who did you have to be to get that affection and then this is the kicker who could you not be whoa and I feel like that's how we all form because like you all you we all start out as ourselves and being unapologetically ourselves as kids like you're not being anyone else but yourself as a kid Mm -hmm. and then after a while you start shaping like who do i need to be to gain this person's affection and who can't i be and i think that's just kind of like where all of the unraveling work comes as an adult yeah you know that is fascinating isn't that crazy Wow. I'm going to want to, like,
1: ponder on that for a little bit. Yeah. Because I think that's such an interesting way to put that. Mm-hmm. I love
0: that. And that's why I'm, like, I mean, that's I for sure where I think my, like, that term mass came from of, like, I had to be really easy, like, really calm. I could not make, like, any more chaos than there already was. Like, mm-hmm. I just needed to be, like, so chill, so easy, just in the background, like, quiet. Letting other people make the decisions, going with the flow. And mm. it's still hard for me to like, in a group setting, if someone's like, what should we do? I'm never going to be like, Psh! Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I to don't state know.
1: your opinion without feeling like there's disrupt mm-hmm. in the system of that.
0: Yeah. Huh. Man,
1: that gets my brain churning. That's I feel insane.
0: like we kind of had this conversation in a different way about you. About you. Because I think we're talking about the Enneagram, but you were saying you had to be like you had to be successful or like achieving something.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that, um, which it's interesting, like the more I age and I think I've, I talk about my parents quite a bit just through conversation in this podcast, but I genuinely am so, I think there's so many things that I realized, like. How I was raised mm-hmm. and loved and accepted and free to be myself in so many ways. Like the older I get, I truly appreciate my parents more and more for all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in life, I tie personally. Like I think just from pressure and a lot of um, I okay let me backtrack here a second because I'd be so curious if I didn't have a very like intensive childhood in sports mm-hmm. I would be really curious how I would be as a person not having been involved like mm-hmm. in highly competitive
0: sports and yeah Katie how was that, like a very like, competitive gymnast like miss school three days a week for gymnastics like, it was very like, serious yeah it
1: was a very very big deal and I did Sports all the way through until college, which then sparked this entire identity crisis of who I, who am I mm-hmm. without like being an athlete, which I think from the outside, like, I feel like that story can sound so corny <laughs> mm-hmm. and cheesy, but it's genuinely. No, I don't think it does. My truth. And I just think like so much of um, my self-love and pride mm-hmm. was planted by a seed of achievement Mm -hmm. like even just my mom like before I even was really really serious in gymnastics my mom um raced jet skis Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was so cool and my dad raced crotch rockets um but my mom raced jet skis like when I was really little and my parents were on a team and I would be at these races all the time with them and seeing their marriage at the time like thrive through Mm -hmm. competition and success and achievement Mm -hmm. and seeing what my mom was able to achieve and she would just like be such a badass in all these things that she set her mind to it like really instilled this thing in me that it's like I still struggle with setting um, and identifying my worth which I've really tried to work hard on identifying my worth outside of My success or Mm -hmm. what that looks like or actively achieving something that Mm -hmm. I think that there's this fear, like deep innate fear in my life of being stagnant Mm -hmm. or like not constantly working to like wow myself or work for something higher or greater or Mm -hmm. tell my parents that I'm doing like this, this and this. Mm -hmm. and. I think that just comes from what that looked like as a child of like seeing their faces light up when my mom would win a race or like when I performed really well at a meet, it just made life feel better. Mm -hmm. Like it made who I am feel better, Mm -hmm. that it was really hard to understand that it's like okay to be human and have different seasons. Mm -hmm. And I think that so much of that mindset carries into business. Yeah. Um, Of constantly feeling like I'm, I don't even know who I'm ever trying to prove. Mm -hmm. Like constantly just feeling like I have to be doing things far beyond the expectation of,
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, Do you think like if you weren't achieving something or doing something big, you would be disappointed in yourself? Or do you think people would be disappointed in you? I think probably my...
1: Younger self would say people would be disappointed in me mm-hmm. um, but I like it's so interesting. <laughs> I'm like really meaning that when I say like I am caring far, far less. like there's a compartment in my brain where I take respected opinions, mm-hmm. but like when I know I'm on course for something, mm-hmm. i like I set my expectations for myself that now my answer is myself like Mm -hmm. I would feel less worthy I think Mm -hmm. if I wasn't like I don't know if I if I wasn't setting the bar higher and higher and higher for myself like I have a hard time
0: with just Mm
1: -hmm.
0: being (laughs) yeah which is kind of weird. I know. I mean, I'm this, I'm similar. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like have those roots too. I mean, so if you guys follow the Enneagram, anagram, I don't know, everyone yeah. says it different. Yeah. We're both have threes. I'm mm-hmm. like a three. I don't even think I have a wing or I don't know what my wing is. Yeah. But you're a four wing three and the three is the achiever. So mm-hmm. I think we both have that like need to achieve. Yeah. To feel like
1: worthy. Which I think is almost, it's kind of funny like, In our reality, it feels like such a norm
0: because of
1: the things that we talk about and the goals that we set and the things that we set out to do. It's like, oh, yeah, no, this is just the standard of life. Yeah, like everyone is working
0: this hard for their goals.
1: Exactly. And it's not until you get outside of it that you're just like, yeah, that people are "Are like, like, yeah, I just
0: go to my job and hang out and I don't really stress. And you're just like, what? What (laughs) what do you mean? Like, (laughs) Like, I feel like it was. We had dinner with friends recently, and I remember just being like, What's your next step? Like, what's the plan? What's the goal? And she was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Like, I'm chilling. And I was (laughs) just like, (laughs) What? I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Like,
1: I, I, part of me envies it, you know? Yeah. I mean, she seems
0: great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a, a thing we don't understand but i don't know i think it's like healthy and can be unhealthy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but yeah when it comes down to like being who you are unapologetically it's like i think that's when it can be unhealthy as if you're like i'm doing this like i'm achieving because i want to prove myself to other people versus like Because I just genuinely enjoy it as a person. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's interesting too,
1: and I think relating it back to business is, I'd be curious your thoughts on this, of especially in business, Mm -hmm. um, there's like this invisible line in your brain that Mm -hmm. you're like, do I cross this or do I not cross this? Do I I live without fear of how people are going to receive this or do Mm -hmm. I hold my tongue because someone else may look down upon me because I said this publicly facing or like I expressed my opinion like Mm -hmm. I think that those are really hard decisions to make Mm -hmm. where I don't like what what do you think flipped that I mean aside from speaking more freely in our podcast it's like even when it came to your business and the struggles that you've said you've had Mm-hmm. Showing who who you really are and who you want to be. Like, mm-hmm. why do you think so many of us hold hold our tongue mm-hmm. in business or feel like mm-hmm. we can only show a certain side of ourselves because that's what the brand is?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's so hard to be super raw and authentic in front of clients Mm -hmm. which is dumb though because again like anytime we have it's been met and received so great like there's Mm -hmm. been no issue about how it's been received but it's just scary because you don't want your clients to think like oh, I don't want to hire her. She's a mess. Or, like, she clearly parties. Or, like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) she says the F word. Like, it's dumb because it's, like, we're all human beings. And I think it just comes from, like, even just old-school corporate ways. Like, Mm -hmm. times are changing. We're not all getting corporate jobs. We don't even have corporate jobs. Like, but it used to be, like, you could not have tattoos. You couldn't. You would take down photos on your Facebook. Like, you had to, like, be extremely professional. But now I think people are seeing, like, It is okay to, like, be yourself and be a badass business owner that takes their job so seriously and gets shit done. Like, I can be both. Like, Mm -hmm. I can also say the F word and talk about me getting a bloody nose on my prom date's face. You know what I mean? (laughs) And And still still be respected in
1: business. I, like, ugh, yeah. it's, It's just debilitating after a while. Yeah. Like, I even think... Initially, it's met with fear. but i'll I'll even use like my business as an example where mm-hmm. there it's it's so much of an expression of a certain part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But that brand in itself becomes so strong that mm-hmm. it's like interesting. like how, how? long do i carry and maintain only showing a passionate sensitive side of who i am Mm -hmm. without allowing an introduction to these other aspects without allowing Mm -hmm. an introduction to how we are on this podcast to the humorous side to Mm -hmm. the side that is just like silly and goofy and Mm -hmm. throws fuck into a sentence like yeah i don't i think i'm just at a place now where it's just like your people will find you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and right.
1: they'll love you even more because of that. Exactly.
0: Like, you I, will be received better by your people yeah. than you ever will when you're just being this like vanilla version of yourself that's oh just gosh. like this tamed down sweet. Like the amount of love we've received from this podcast, being as unhinged as we are, is mm-hmm. the best because we're unhinged. Like yeah. I guarantee if we, if we like, censored everything that we said and only talked about just like really sweet topics like we're just gonna sound like everyone else out yeah. there like why would anyone care to listen and you it know? feels like it
1: feels like we're fully just holding back in areas that feel
0: disingenuine because mm-hmm. we're just not we're not that way yeah but i don't know i just like it's just hard it's like it takes an active effort because it is unnatural to like mm-hmm. be like i'm I'm going to just be myself, which is so funny too, because sometimes I'll be like, oh, this person like great example on film sets, like bigger film sets. Mm -hmm. I like try to be a tomboy because I'm just like (laughs) the only men are on the set. If I'm girly, people are gonna be like, who's this bitch? Like she doesn't know anything. So then I like purposely like wear the just grungiest shit in my vans and like purposely try to like act like a boy. And it's like, that's part of me. I There's part of me that's a tomboy, but that's yeah. not my whole personality. No. And, like, I recently went on a shoot where I was just like, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to wear a normal outfit. Like, I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And it's like, people still fucking love you. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. reason I needed to pretend I was a boy. Like, that's weird. At you know?
1: what point do you owe it to yourself to be a prisoner to your experience or yeah. a, chamele- a chameleon to an experience? Like, yeah. I just... I know that there are so many people out there silently suffering um in fear of their family's opinions in fear of their clients' opinions in fear of their friends' opinions like yeah. every single aspect of your life mm-hmm. it's like when you switch the narrative to just be like how how could my life be enhanced yeah. by showing up who I am through and through how I feel that day yeah like if you want to dress like a tomboy one day and wear your cargos and vans yeah. because that's how you're feeling. Yeah. That's amazing. And then the next day, if you want to wear a my cheetah shoes a cheetah and my p- <laughs>
0: nails and my <laughs> fake eyelashes, exactly. fine. Yeah. I can do both, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I know. It's so funny how we do that. I think, I honestly think the root of it is fear that If I show them exactly who I am and they don't accept me, that will hurt so much. Mm -hmm. Versus if I just am who they want me to be, then I won't be rejected for who I am. Like, I think it's just really scary to think about being yourself and people still rejecting you. Mm -hmm. But honestly, that is still going to happen. Like, not everyone is. Like, you just said on the way here, you were like my dad always told me growing up like people are what did he say you say not not
1: (laughs) not everyone is going to like you and not everyone should like you and that's okay yeah and that was like a very impactful statement as a child Mm -hmm. because i just felt so confused for so long Mm -hmm. like wanting to be a likable person an easy person uh kind of an in- an indifferent person for like being judged on a strong opinion just more of a n- neutral just very neutral mm-hmm. in a lot of situations and it's like for what that gets so boring it, del- it dilutes who you actually are mm-hmm. and I think it delays a lot of goodness in your life mm-hmm. that will find you mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah yeah and then it like makes us all bad at accepting everyone's differences and still being friends when Mm -hmm. we're all trying to pretend to be the same person versus like just being like, Oh yeah, we have different opinions on that and she's my best friend and that's fine. Like we're allowed to be different people. We don't have to agree on everything. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay if you voice your opinion on something and it's different than mine, we can still be friends. We can still talk about it. Versus like how many times have you been in a conversation, especially around like voting season where you're just like they're just talking shit and you're like oh I I don't agree but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to look like an idiot when you're just about like you're talking shit about my side right now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But
0: it's like how much better it would it be if we all just were able to be like well this is kind of what I think. It's a little different than what you think and we were just able to talk about it instead of and just.
1: love each other yeah. like, at the end of the day. I think that fear, like that fear is a very real thing mm-hmm. and I feel so deeply for people who have maybe taken a risk on themselves and like shown that and been met with judgment Mm -hmm. and sadness because what we've expressed like thankfully we've had a handful of really good experiences Mm -hmm. but it does
0: break my heart of people who are just like you know what that's just not a reality for me at this time (laughs) there's still areas in my life that i like am too scared to be myself and i will say like are you comfortable sharing you I, yeah I won't go into it because I'm s- literally still scared mm-hmm. <laughs> but like religion like I'm scared to talk about publicly and like yeah. with certain groups of friends because I grew up very Christian and like most of my family is very Christian and I'm just like still way too scared to talk about my actual beliefs and like how they've changed just because I'm like I don't want them to think less of me and mm-hmm. um I think that one is still just really hard for me like I still like just go with the flow a lot in that, in those kind of conversations because it's just so scary. But someone actually that really inspires me is actually my brother, Jeff, (laughs) because he grew up in the same ass Christian family as me. And he Mm -hmm. has always been himself through and through. Like I'm so impressed, like in the most religious of days when we were like, going to youth group every night, going to church, like, Jeff would just, like, he he never tried to, like, hide who he was. He would always be like, yeah, I got so drunk last night, like, <laughs> would just tell these insane stories, and it's, like, I appreciate that so much about him, and he's still that way. Like, I've mm-hmm. I've never seen him not be himself, and, like, I think... It, it's cool because it's not like anyone in my family has ever disowned him for that. Like Mm -hmm. they still love him and Mm -hmm. that should be enough for me to be like, okay, I can do that too. But it's still just like scary. You know, it's
1: so hard. It's so hard. And especially when a lot of your life and social circles have revolved around a shared belief too. Yeah. And people evolve and change and Mm -hmm. grow in every aspect of their lives. And especially in spirituality that, that is a really hard area to navigate for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, again, it's like, it's a daily practice. It's like just baby steps. It's not like one day you're going to be like, I'm going to be exactly myself and I haven't <laughs> been myself this whole time. And everyone's like, who are you? <laughs> Wait, what? You know? Is Jill actually your name? Yeah. I feel yeah. like just like dipping your toes in just like, I'm going to try this out. Mm-hmm. and just be myself in this scenario and, yeah. like, see how that goes. And I feel like this podcast has been both of us doing that, just being like, let's just put our relationship, let's put mics on it and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> and for sure. That's just been, a, like, a nice, rewarding thing,
1: you know? It truly is the most, like, I'm so happy Unscripted is in the name because it is the most unscripted, unfiltered invite mm-hmm. into our friendship mm-hmm. that I don't think we could ever get without this platform
0: yeah I totally agree
1: which is funny just always coming back to the fact that it's a business podcast (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know. so we're like and bringing it back to business um because uh, that's what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think it, i mean it's funny because i feel like we've had that realization of like business does overlap with personal 100 so, percent of the time like so so much yeah it, like
1: so much when you are a small business owner and entrepreneur like yeah. it bleeds into every aspect of your life Mm -hmm. and i think if we've learned anything especially through this process of talking about it Mm -hmm. that it always comes back to a place of really deeply evaluating yourself Mm -hmm. and your personal life Mm -hmm. and how that carries into the choices that you make in your business because i think at some point you can have a healthy boundary between the two Mm -hmm. um, depending on what works for you but i think at some point There's going to be like a hard look in the mirror that you're going to have to take to be like, what is my reality? Who Mm -hmm. am I? What has happened? Am I wanting to change paths in my business because I've evolved as a person in this way Mm -hmm. or my business is, I don't know, where where I'm going with that. You get the point. Yeah. I was following. (laughs) I was tracking. I forgot the vice versa. (laughs) And whatever
0: the vice versa (laughs) of that is. You guys finish the sentence for me, You know who I just thought of? Who is a, such a good example of someone that just like w- was truly themselves and went full force in their business? Of like, I just like doing this shit, and I'm just gonna make a niche out of it, and it was wildly successful. Hmm. Chewy photo, yes. He his niche is oh literally like photographing naked people and giving them tattoos. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so niche so insane but like talk about it's being like steamy unapologetic boudoir for yourself. session
1: be- steamy couples boudoir yeah yeah and it, but he's beautiful. also a tattoo artist they're, they're
0: incredible unbelievable like, go look at his instagram and you'll be like why am i obsessed with this oh, like oh my gosh but yeah, i'm just like that's talk such about a good example if he was trying to be like fit in and be vanilla it's like that's exactly how you aren't successful is when you're just trying to like do what everyone else is doing versus just being like I don't know why, but I'm into this. I'm just going to go with this, like, natural passion and desire that's on my heart and, yeah. like, make art of, out of it. And that's what makes him stand out so much and makes him so successful is because it's like, whoa, I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy.
1: Can you just imagine the power of everyone stepping into that, yeah, stepping into that. their calling and their special sauce of whatever that
0: is? Yeah. Like, Can you imagine, though, the conversation oh, he had so with his mom or dad? oh my god they're just like what do you do and he's like uh take pictures of naked people <laughs> yeah. and like do tattoos <laughs> it's like how did he have that conversation with exactly. his dad and mom yeah. that's what i'm wondering i know yeah we're like high school friends <laughs> high school reunion people are like what do you do now and you're just like yeah naked people it's but you just know like, what's it's so funny. funny you know what is so funny about it too is like
1: people ugh, which is so frustrating is I I would be so curious to have a conversation with him when he first started that of the mm-hmm. feedback or pushback that he would get. Mm-hmm. That it's like now when you're wildly successful in doing this thing, people adore and love you for the most part. I mean, people yeah. are always going to have opinions. Yeah. But like more often than not because people see a number attached to your name or success or features attached to your name it's like oh well you're credible like Mm -hmm. you're credible because you now have a backing because enough people believed in it but I think that so many people are in fear of that growth to get there Mm -hmm. that it's like it sounds endearing and fun to show up as myself if I know that it's going to be met with
0: love and acceptance Mm -hmm.
1: but it's like you have to bet on yourself yeah Mm -hmm. it's like it's betting on yourself for love for yourself mm-hmm. to just be like, you know what? I I am in soul control of my life on this earth yeah. and whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I want to be met with love and fulfillment knowing that it is a true expression of who I am in my soul. Yeah. Like, yeah. you will find your people. You will and you like will. it's gonna feel so good oh my god I used to be, to be so for who you are self-conscious of my empathy and like ability to just express myself through words mm-hmm. like it felt like such a lonely place for so long yeah. that it was just like something I would do in private with creating things for the sake of creating them mm-hmm. that it was like the most freeing thing to which we were talking about this earlier even mm-hmm. when we both started our businesses and like first started posting on instagram Mm -hmm. we were posting whatever we wanted yeah i was just
0: like made this love
1: it here you go (laughs) we have to save that for our next episode yeah yeah the full breakdown of that but it's like i had these blinders on because i was like no i i carved out a little space of the internet that i'm gonna make as a safe space for this for Mm -hmm. me to show up in that way Mm -hmm. and it people find their way to you yeah you know Mm -hmm. like And it just is like, oh, it just makes me so sad. I'm like, come on. If Mm. anyone, if any of you listening are just holding it all in or you feel like you haven't given yourself that
0: permission, just try. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think it's a very scary for a lot of people, especially I think it has a lot to do with your upbringing. If you were safe to be yourself as a kid. Yeah. But I would still just encourage you like as an adult, I promise there will be more happiness in finding who you are if you don't know yet, Mm -hmm. discovering who you are and being who you are. And, like, I genuinely just believe that, like, when you are acting as exactly who you were meant to be and, like, if there's a desire on your heart that it's there for a reason then you are going to find, like, more happiness and success because you will feel, like, aligned with who you are and who you're meant to be and, like, your unique talents and gifts that only you have that you can bring to the world. You know, like, when you see people in alignment, you just know that they're in alignment and you love them so much. Like, Mm -hmm. anytime I see someone being exactly themselves and, like, acting in alignment, you can tell. Like, oh, it's you're just best. like it's the I love best, that. best thing.
1: Alignment is such a strong word, and it's something I've really adapted into my year, and something I come back to. It's yeah. like even going back to Catherine's and Keena, like when she was talking about alignment. It's mm-hmm. like that is so powerful mm-hmm. in really looking at yourself and feeling that deep down of being alignment, being in alignment with yourself, how you feel in this phase of your life mm-hmm. and accepting that that can always change and evolve. Mm-hmm. You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, well, we're going to keep working on it and keep just daily trying to be more ourselves and not be afraid of being who we are. Yes, um, and I hope you guys t- do too. And, As always, this is
1: episode 10, and I think all of this deserves a big, huge thank you. Yeah. Because what we're saying right now is met with the love that we've felt from each and every one of you who have taken the effort to send a message or show us that you're listening or repost that you're listening Mm -hmm. or talk about how an episode impacted you or your business. like that that is our inspiration mm-hmm. to continue meeting you with this much vulnerability and yeah mm-hmm. love and encouragement because
0: we are receiving that right back so yeah thank you for giving us the permission to be ourselves and yes. the encouragement to be ourselves and we're going to keep doing it yeah and hope for the best absolutely we love you guys we're gonna burn up in this hot tub if we stay in here any longer (laughs) i'm pruning like a freaking grape yeah or a raisin i mean yeah yeah Uh, reverse uh, (laughs) prune i am actually plumping reverse pruning
1: (laughs) i wish that'd be awesome all right well we love you guys and we promise we won't leave you hanging anytime soon we'll see you next week see you next
0: week Love love you